Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there. Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. Welcome to Your Life the Mixtape presents Headliners. Each week, I am joined by the best and the brightest stars of music from all over the world to find out a little bit about what makes them tick. On this episode of Bonus Tracks, I am joined by a band who has opened the prestigious Scottish Music Awards. They have been awarded Best Emerging International Artist in Canada's Indie Week, and they had slots on the last warp tour they are known for their trademarked colored hair and they combine their energetic live shows with raucous guitars and millennial brashness please welcome the absolutely incredible single by sunday hello guys hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so diving right into this thing tell me if you could collaborate with any musician living or dead who do we pick that's a tricky big question that's a big one uh for me probably be oh my god this is can it be a band or just one specific person it can be anybody you want i'm gonna say the ramones you know it would be right so my favorite is the beach boys but for like on stage presence and energy it'd be the ramones i love i love both i love both but i'm gonna say queen i think that would be pretty cool yeah queen are good Nirvana were also in there. I was like, oh, I want to say them, but I'll like, any. I know stuff. I'll let you have all of them. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Who would you choose? Um, probably Bowie. Oh yeah, yeah, he is phenomenal. It's a good choice. So, describe the new single "Severed Ties" using only one word. Tangtastic. <laughs> I can't think of it. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's something different, but that's the only thing that came to my head. Energetic is probably what I would say. Therapeutic. Both excellent words. Erotic. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Erotic. <laughs> Sexual healing. No, no. Cut. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> So who is an artist that if they popped into this Zoom right now and said, guys, I need you to go on tour with me, who are you dropping everything for? I mean, being a musician is pretty hard, so I would take anything at this rate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, no, it, Josh isn't wrong on that. See, see, trying to get support slots, it is tricky. Like, it's difficult. And we feel that we're at this stage where the bands, that, bands think that they are smaller than us, so they 
won't ask us to support them whereas we would still support bands that might not have a bigger following as us we would still do the show because we love to play shows um well, but choose, any band choose the biggest artist you can think of that's tough though because it's a, you know bts and i are up there but i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't really care for that I'd, I'd do it but i wouldn't be like wow that's peak for me it would be a band like paramore there you go that would that would be that's like whoa what about you um, I would probably go for, I, I'd be a total sellout. I'd go for like Ed Sheeran or Justin Bieber or something. You know what though? In fairness, see if it was going with our aesthetic, Coldplay, they have the colours and everything. That's true. That Coldplay's would totally, one, so. you know, we would be like in our element there. I'd get in one of those big balls and surf across the crowd. <laughs> like, throw me. If uh, you could change anything about the music industry, what would it be? Um, yeah probably <laughs> and that's not even a joke uh, it's, it's a shame it, it's it's really a tough industry and it's false promises and just crooks and people want money for everything yeah and it's, it's difficult i would change how fake it is yeah that's that's probably the best way to describe it um it's filled with a lot of fake people that are like there's no such thing as people wanting to help you out like anyone that helps you just sees dollar signs yeah. that, that that's that's what i would change um i wish it was more friendship and relationship sort of related where um you were pushed for actually being like are you are you allowed to cuss on this absolutely oh, yeah God. like <laughs> i wish you didn't have to blow smoke up everyone's ass because for me it's like everyone just is like yeah. false and schmoozes with everyone as if they're best friends and i'm like that's like all balls and it's like I'm not I'm not a rude person I'm a real person and I and I I do like to think of myself as that I'm like you would know where you stand with me, whereas like a lot of the people in bands that we've met I'm like I'm very honest with them and I'm like I I'll tell you if we're friends and if we're not, and I feel like the industry should be more like that yeah. and because then the day, not everyone gets along with everyone but it's made out that way and I'm like it's 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 all just smoke and mirrors there you go God we could rant about that for hours on it. What's a venue that you would give anything to play? Oh, that's easy. Um, I I would say Wembley, um, stadium in the UK. Um, I think that 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 would be sort of peak for for me. I would I would love that. What would you choose? Okay, so it's t- it's tough for two two reasons. If it was like from for me like personally, it would be like Madison Square Garden because the Bee Gees played there in like ninety six or ninety seven, and it was just. The best show ever and i would love to have been there so for that i would just love to be at madison square garden for how iconic of a venue it is but because of who we are the hydro in glasgow is like our arena and i really want us to do it as a massive like you know we made it and proved everyone wrong everyone wrong that doubted our band or mocked us or laughed at us or put hate tweets on us and everything just to prove everyone wrong that would just be like icing on the cake. And then we could just come to the show and be like, watch me. <laughs> I love a good uh, vengeance moment. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, it's, it's so tough. People think, like, the band that we're in, you know, oh, you guys are doing so well and it, it's been handed to us and all that. And it's like, it's really not. I mean, we've had to deal with, like, backlash. I mean, like, I got, I've been, like, tormented on the train, like, going home and I've had to get my sister to come pick me up because I was like, I'm not making it off this train alive uh there, there's we've had like people shouting stuff in the streets i've had people saying that 
you know, whoever cuts off my head is going to get a ten thousand pound bounty, like all, all, all this kind of stuff. Oh, like, that was me to put that. Out. Yeah, sure it was. <laughs> no, honestly, though, we we really went through like a lot for a band that's not even made it yet. Um, so it's just it's just tough. So yeah, there's a lot of people that we we, we still want to prove wrong. Um, yeah, and we're going to bloody. What do you think? What do you think is your uh, worst habit during the songwriting process? My bad habits lead to late. Um, worst habit? My worst habit now. Oh, I know, I know what it is. What's yours? Repetitiveness of songs, lyrics, lyrics. Yeah, Re- repetition. Repetition. Uh, mine is now how critical I am of words, and I never used to be. But when we did help, which was the really the first single of the new sound. When we did that, I don't even know where those words came from. It it wasn't it wasn't so much a fluke, but it was like I was just obviously that day in some sort of different set of mind, state of mind or whatever. Turned out all these words, you know, moth to a flame and mental health, and was talking about all these random topics. And then ever since then, people have all like I've had so many questions. How did you come up with those words? What's the storyline? What's the meaning behind this and all this? And, and it's made me super critical of every single song now going forward. So we, me and Josh will sit and write something or I'll write a song and I will literally spend more like a week tweaking the words, being like, nah, I can change that and make something better, better sentence. And yeah, so I'm really, really critical of her music now. But I guess it's a good thing, you know. What's a song that anytime you hear it on like streaming or the radio or something, you go, damn, I wish I wrote that. I'm not gonna lie I don't ever really heed it on radio but when I listen to music it would be a lot of the stuff from Ramones a lot of the stuff from Beach Boys or Dusty Springfields you know I mean Son of a Preacher what a banger Bohemian Rhapsody that's yeah, it's up there yeah like the biggest song in the world Johnny Thunders you can't wrap your arms around a memory that is a song and a half even even like Gene Genie by Bowie. You know, amazing, amazing songs. Um Lo- Ashes to Ashes by Bowie. You listen to that? You heard the bass line on that song? I don't know Bong. the song, yeah. Bing, bong, bing. Oh, just so good. Hey, that's such a tough question. There's too many to choose from. So describe your perfect day. I'm living it right now. I'm on a podcast. I'm on a podcast. I'm vibing. Um the perfect day. The perfect day would be when we get signed to a label that gets us and a team that goes, we've got you a hundred date tour around the world and it's all sold out and you're charting and people like your music, like a lot more people like your music and things like that. That'd be a perfect day for me. Um, I was going to go for more like sitting on a beach with a, a cocktail. <laughs> yeah, so I'll be, touring, I'll be touring the world while Josh takes a break. <laughs> I'll be doing the hard work as per usual. Nothing changes. <laughs> what beach? Any beach. Oh, oh yeah. I'll, I'll let any beach. I'll, I'll take anything. I'll do beaches. I'm from <laughs> Scotland, so beaches are very rare. So I'll literally take anything. Well, no, we have beaches, but they're freezing cold. They're stone beaches. They're freezing cold, and the water is like ice. Yeah. So as long as it's, <laughs> as long as there's sun, I'm okay. What's a song lyric, yours or someone else's, that has always stuck with you? Where are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Do you know, can I just say, first off, I really am, I'm enjoying this podcast. Yes. You're asking a lot of questions. That That's tricky. Never, you've asked a lot of questions that we've never heard before. And I hate 
I hate interviews a lot of the time because it's the same questions over and over. So fair play to you. Um, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. A lyric that's stuck with us. Ooh, um, oh my God, that like, I know that as soon as I hang up this call, they'll all come to me, but it's like not being on the spot. Um, give me 30 seconds to think of it. Don't worry about a thing, because every little thing's going to be all right. There you go. We've got Bob Marley. That's, that's, that's a good one. You're struggling. No, but, but, you, there, no, but, there's, no, but there's lyrics like, um, the, like the story so far, I can't remember exactly what song's in, but there's lyrics that's like, fuck an apology, I'm not sorry for anything. I've been holding back my apathy for far too long. And I go, I can literally relate to those words. And it's so true. I mean, you think about the amount of times like we've been told to apologize, and I'm like, I've done nothing wrong. I don't ever sleep because sleep is for the week. Oh, that's a tune. Yeah. <laughs> sleep is for the week. We will never rest till we're all effing dead. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Describe your music using only colors. Ooh. <laughs> red, blue, yellow, <laughs> red, blue, yellow, and purple. Yeah, that's literally our logo. So, yeah, red, we all have, blue, we all, yellow, purple. We all have colored hair. Um, well, right. So I would, I would personally say blue, and the reason I'm saying it is because they're all ha- like happy upbeat songs. Exactly, yeah. they're happy upbeat songs, but they're dark lyrically. So yeah, blue. Maybe a rouge. Okay. <laughs> oh, you know what? Cerulean. Yeah. It's cerulean blue. It's blue with a hint of red. Whatever that is. <laughs> Someone get a color chart. We have lapis by cerulean. You actually know this? Of course, I know this. I'm gay. Well, right, okay. That, that explains. Go, I know your colors. <laughs> Spend that much time in the closet for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was in there with my coloring book. <laughs> Is it time to come out? Mm, nah, not yet. <laughs> I've got. I've got to finish this photo of Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. That's funny. <laughs> Are you a friend of Dorothy? <laughs> What's a what's a song that you've written that you feel like would be perfect for a film soundtrack? Yeah, yeah, that's actually a show. Uh, the song the, the song's not out yet, um, but we've got a song called "So Good," and it's, it's more so, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's very pop. Um, it's very it's very like club anthem. Someone driving like nighttime down a freeway. Um, very like transition, a very transitional shot. Yeah. Someone driving through Times Square or something. It's, it's one of yeah. those kind of tunes, but very clubby. There's a lot of sub on it, and we're excited to play that again. Very, it'll be the first time we play it this Friday at the garage, so hopefully it goes down well. So this this next question is uh, kind of a choose-your-own-adventure type thing. Um, I, I have three of the most cliche questions that all musicians get asked in interviews, and I'll let you guys pick the one that you would like to answer in this case. And your choices are, who are your influences, what got you started in music, or what is your creative process like? I'll, I'll choose the third. You choose. Uh, the first one. Yeah, I'll, I'll go for the first. My influences have always been Blink-182, uh, a band called You, Me, at Six, um, and I would probably say Queen for the last I quite like. Oh, I'm going to choose one more. ACDC as well. I quite like them. Are you me at six big in America? Um, get into a relationship 
get heartbroken and cry about it <laughs> for like two weeks. No, there there's times that I think I'll go through like a time where I feel that I can't write or the process is like dragging on or something. Um, so I'll just like go to a bar and then try and come up. Well, well not fall in love, but <laughs> go to a bar, meet someone and then be like, okay, I'm going to go write a song with them. <laughs> Some would call me sad. I think more entrepreneur. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make money somehow. So there you go. Do you consider yourselves artists or entertainers? Artists, both. I, w- I would say both. Um, I make art. Yeah, but we're 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 doing we're doing both, aren't we? Because the we entertainment side's live show, and we are doing both. There's the serious an artist is more the creative side of it. I focus more on the art than anything because. I don't honestly believe that I've met anyone that's walked away from our show not being entertained. You know, mm-hmm. like we really, we've always been very fortunate that we have had the the show and the performance always aced. We've always really been our own worst critic and made sure that we've pushed the boundaries on performance and running about the stage. And I think that's why we've done so well in the UK and America and whatnot and from our performances. But I'm now definitely more focused on the art and trying to make something that will relate to people more um, and something that will last longer. I mean, you think about it, even all the merch, I come up with the merch, mm-hmm. EP ideas, like the artwork, all that kind of stuff. So definitely more art. What do you think is the biggest misconception about musicians? I think people think, oh yeah, people think that we've got it easy. People think like, not not having a disc but um my mum's best friend's husband she, uh, he uh once told me to go get a real job funnily enough we've actually written a song about it oh my god i'm writing a song about it uh, we've actually, i wrote a song about it and we're playing that at the garage as well i think a lot of songs at the bloody garage <laughs> you know what I mean? um and yeah he said go get a real job and it's funny because he will only see like a tiny bit of the work that goes in he that he like will see that we just turn up and we play to 700 people but he's not seeing the months of rehearsals and writing and recordings and everything that goes into the show and so it's it's pretty difficult um being viewed as just yeah i would agree with that no one actually sees what happens in the background um, and all the hard work that goes in so because even when the pandemic happened no like every every job sector got payouts but not musicians and like we're not regarded it's not regarded as a real job and that's that's a really tough thing to understand because at the end of the day it's like Take out, take out music out of your life, right? What have you got? You're going to have movies with no soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you've not got music, music yeah, on the radio. There's, yeah, there's no true. Spotify. There's no Apple Music. There's nothing. Music is lit- Music and movies makes the world go around. And it's, it's a total fact. Music more so. So there's a little, there's a little bit of advice from, from me. <laughs> Tell me about the moment in your career that you're most proud of. The Vans Warped Tour. Like, mm-hmm. well, that's me. I would probably say the same because of, um, like, we grew up on, like, Vans Warped Tour and never actually got the chance to go to any. So the first time actually being there, and it's us actually playing Vans Warped Tour, I'd say that's definitely the most proudest moment. Um, and getting to play alongside a lot of our favorite bands that we grew up listening to um so yeah i would agree yeah i don't think i could have said it better to be honest i mean yeah. it, it, it was hard not to fangirl but like josh was saying i mean it was all the bands we grew up listening to mm-hmm. and it just felt so cool to be a part of it 
like we're there you know it was, it was amazing we're a portrait band <laughs> so if you could uh start your career over from the minute you decided to pursue music would you do anything different I would have come up with some sort of like different look for us. It would have probably been like balaclavas or something um, to do the hidden identity thing, 100%. Yeah, kind of like, like how Slipknot. Slipknot kind of vibes, yeah. 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 I mean, I still do the same music because I love what we do, but I definitely think uh, a hidden identity-esque thing would have been very cool. Yeah. Because the hair colours. Hair colors would have still worked, mm -hmm. but the head and face thing, yeah, because then there's that self like taking yourself out of it. So, for example, because obviously, when we started this, there was no TikTok, there was none of that rubbish. Whereas now, that's like a huge focus in the industry. So, we could have technically been doing all those cringy dances and no one would have noticed us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we could have been doing the WAP with masks. I mean, you still could. I was about to say that actually. I was like, hold on. <laughs> what are we doing? Why don't after this we just get massive at the well? So tell me about uh, Severed Ties. Severed Ties, you know, it's just we're really, really proud of this record and even like the artwork and everything. It all came together and it, it was it was very rushed in the sense of like timelines, because obviously you have to submit a song five weeks to Spotify prior to the release. So we were on a real time scale. We were going to do a music video for it, but there's just a lot of things going mm -hmm. on leading up to the garage show that we just, I'm so glad we didn't do one because it, it really would have just been chaos. But obviously down the line, we can do like a remaster and potentially do a video for it then. Um, but we love this record. I mean, even in rehearsals, it, it slaps. Yeah. And I, I think that was the fear is that it sounds amazing on record, but will it translate live? But I'm really feeling it from the last 48 hours at rehearsals. It's, it's going really well. What about you? Uh, yeah, I would say that um, like the, the the sort of process of recording Sever Ties, it was really quick. Um, and that's, I think, when you know you've got a good song, uh, when it just flows and it comes together as well as it did. Uh, when it was mastered and came back to us, like we were instantly like super happy with it. Um, it's very energetic, very early 2000s pop punk. So anyone out there that's into, into Blink-182, um, especially, I would say we'd love this song. It's way better than their new single. Sorry, Blink. Um, cut the rope. Um, so, Do you know what's, yeah. Do you know what's weird? We always it. get told we're nostalgic. We always get told we're nostalgic. And it's funny because I don't even think, we don't even try it, like it, to do that. It just happens. And everyone's like, oh, you sound like an like early 2000s pop punk band. But we will take that compliment because I definitely prefer that sound of pop punk to the new pop punk um yeah and where can the folks listening at home and all over the world get their hands on the new single uh, the new single is uh, out on the 17th of february and you can get a hold of the song on spotify apple music deezer um, google play, google play amazon. amazon it'll be all out on music. things like youtube music yeah as johnny's saying as well <laughs> uh, absolutely everywhere and um yes make sure to stream 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 that's what we need and you can get the physicals on our yeah. you can get the physical ep on our website as well um if you would like to hear our next release early um we decided to do that for like the diehard fans who support us over the years so 
Um, we're super excited and thank you for the support. And where can they find you on social media? Um, they can find us on any social media platform at Single by Sunday. Um, every, every, every handle on every social media is the exact same. Um, so yeah, and hopefully we'll be playing a show near you very soon. Well, thank you guys so much for uh, taking time out of your day to talk to me a little bit about your music and about you. I have, I have enjoyed this immensely. Thank, thank you so you much. Thanks much. for having us. Thank you. This has been a Rod Wharton production in association with Spring Break 83 Entertainment. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.